0: Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by Lakelink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com.
1: Welcome to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Jeff Kelm joins me shortly, and today we'll get some tips on shed antler hunting from the guy who wrote a book on the topic, Joe Shedd. Range of Richfield President Jim Bobby Ash reports on April events at the Range and Wisconsin ATV UTV Association President Randy Harden invites listeners to attend the association's annual meeting and workshops April 16th through the 18th in Stevens Point. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio. Time now for the Madison Outdoors Report. You hear this feature every week on WTSO the Big Ten seventy, on our podcast on Lakelink, on iHeartRadio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Joining us once again is Gene Dellinger. He's proprietor of DNS Bait and Tackle on Northport Drive, and his website is DSbait.com and you can find him on Facebook and get his weekly fishing report every Friday at D and S Bait and Tackle. Well, Gene, thanks for joining us again. Not a problem. Hey, congratulations! Thirty years in business—that's fantastic.
2: And that's them? Yeah. <laughs> I was going through, we, were, we were, oh, excuse me. We were going through a whole bunch of uh, pictures here lately, and I found a picture from when we were back, when we were perch fishing out on Medota. Oh, winter.
1: no kidding! Oh. Yeah, that's
2: got to be twenty years
1: ago. Oh, at, at least maybe twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. Are you posting photos like that on Facebook?
2: Um yeah we had we did a little collage with a bunch of different stuff that yeah. in the past, and i'm going to start doing some individual stuff here probably over the course of the month,
1: yeah, cool well, now you've got an event coming up uh April 9th and tenth to celebrate that and we'll talk about that in a couple minutes but but first, how about a fishing report? Spring and open water are finally here uh people are out on the chain what's going on oh uh-
2: the, the biggest the best bite in town is over in at uh, Monona Bay and the triangle area. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of crappie action there, some pretty decent sized fish actually, like 9 to 11 inches probably. Oh nice. A lot of the other areas that typically would be go-to spots this time of year, a lot of little backwaters and creeks and stuff have not been doing too well yet because our lake level is so low that a lot of these places just don't have enough water to attract the fish right
1: now. Uh-huh. And I would imagine getting a boat in and out of some of those places is tough, too. It,
2: it is. Yeah, it is. And we don't have any of the piers and in on the public landings at the moment, either. So oh. A lot of guys don't
1: like Yeah. It. Okay. Um, so if you're going after crappies uh, over there, what would you use?
2: Um, most of the guys are just throwing, you know, a, a small bobber with the ice jig, like a rat finky, or... Something like that, a plastic tail or spikes or wax arms, all seem to be working pretty decent. They seem to be getting quite a few of them, too. It's, it's been going on for probably a week or ten days already, so uh-huh. I don't know how much longer it will go. But yeah. locally, that's probably the best bite.
1: Okay. Anything up on Wabisa? Uh, not a lot
2: yet that I've heard. I talked to some guys that were up by um, fish camp up there, yep. or uh, lake farm, excuse me. Yep. And uh, typically this time of the year, there would be some decent early bluegill action and crappie action out in front of there and about... Seven or eight feet of water, and they've been getting a few, but it's been pretty slow yet.
1: Ah, uh-huh. okay.
2: I did hear a bunch of crappies in the uh, uh, mud lake in the dredge hole. Um, sure, there's a deeper, deeper hole out there. A lot of guys ice fish it in the winter time. The one problem is the lake is so low that it's hard to get to the dredge hole sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, geez. Well, how about the river?
2: Um, there's quite a few guys going up to the dells and up at the north end of Lake Wisconsin, up at uh, Tipperary there. Also down at, uh, at, uh, Sauk City at the dam there. And, and there's quite a bit of action. A lot of smaller fish at the dam yet. Up at Tipperary, I've heard a few decent wallies, but generally smaller fish. And, uh, the same up at the Dells. A lot of small fish. I'm sure those bigger females are going to be coming in here real soon. The water temps are starting to get to the right, to the right temperature, you
1: know. Yeah, they kind of hang back and, uh, you know, take that shallow, warmer water to, uh, yeah. I guess, I guess to warm the eggs or to help them uh, develop or something.
2: Um, yeah, something like that. It, some of that shallower water guys just don't, you know, go looking for those fish. They, they spend more time in the deeper holes and stuff and that's where all the where all the the males are hung up usually.
1: Yeah. Yeah, the few times I've fished um and caught big females, sometimes you actually see their backs or tails out of the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh if somebody's going up that way, uh this early in the season, what's the best tactic for river walleyes?
2: Um, you know jigs and minnows. A lot of guys are using flies anymore. I, I, uh I'm not. I've not done the fly thing, but it's real popular down in the Rock River and up at uh, in the Wisconsin River in several areas. Otherwise, just jig and minnow. You know, you don't want to use any heavier jig than you need to. Heavy jigs get stuck in the rocks. Lighter jigs sometimes drift a little too fast in the current. But it's a. You don't want to. I guess I'd rather deal with a a jig drifting a little bit than one that's hung up all the
1: time. Yeah, yeah. I keep losing tackle that way um now uh flies are real popular on the wolf river uh you Uh know in the oshkosh area fremont and you know i've i fished with guys who uh they call it pulling flies and sometimes they get two rods and you kind of jig one and then you jig the other one is that the technique that's the technique you're talking about yeah 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 a lot of guys will use uh
3: Three-way swivel, you know, one,
2: they'll have a length of line and a fly. The bottom one, they'll either have a length of line and a sinker or a heavier jig, a jig and a twister tail, so hmm. then you actually have two presentations on the same same line.
1: Yeah. So pretty good, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, gosh, uh, 30 years, and you've got customer appreciation days, April 9th and 10th. What have you got planned?
2: Um, It's a little difficult with this COVID stuff still in play, but we're going to, we're going to have some, some items on sale and some, uh, giveaways and raffle type stuff and, and, uh, just some, just some fun things just to acknowledge the fact that we've been here for 30 years and to thank our customers who've been loyal
1: over the years. Yeah, it's hard to believe that, uh, well, that anybody stays in business that long, but you know, you're a, you're a needed business in a ideal location and, uh, I guess you're doing the right thing to, to be there that long. Well it's worked out for us. Yeah. Great. Well, um we hope you have a great uh weekend, your customer appreciation days, and uh we'll check in with you again uh, sooner or later. We we usually go to Duffy and uh and Ron Bearfield and uh they're both kind of tied up now. So uh you know it's I wanted to catch you one more time before your customer appreciation day. So thanks so much for sharing some time and uh have a great weekend.
2: You
1: too, Dan. Thanks a lot for calling. You bet. Gene Dellinger, proprietor of DNS Bait and Tackle. His website is dsbait.com, and you can find him on Facebook and get that weekly fishing report every Friday at DNS Bait and Tackle. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio.
4: For the nonprofit Rough Grouse Society, the well being of the rough grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about Forest Wildlife Habitat Management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS. If your
1: rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms makes and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Here's a message from
5: our friends at Remy Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we've made over the years. We can't even begin to imagine how many batteries we've put into our community's cars, boats, campers, ATVs, businesses, and homes over the past nine decades. We want to thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. As we continue to power through winter, we can't wait to see you soon. ...to prep your boats, motorcycles, and all of your summer toys. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Don't forget to ask your sales representative about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at
1: remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters...
3: Get outside and let us be your guide Florence County, Wisconsin
6: Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land 160 miles of wooded UTV trails many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle seven wild river waterfalls to explore horse trails with campgrounds and friendly bars and restaurants Go to the exploreflorencecounty.com lodging, dining and recreation tabs to plan your trip
1: Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at FLOEINTL.com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow. Joining me again from his home studio in Wisconsin Rapids is my partner Jeff Kelm. Well, Jeff, uh, last time we talked, you said it was greening up. Are you mowing yet? Oh, not mowing
5: yet. No, in fact, I'm waiting for my first dandelion. But uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, not not quite there yet. Uh, uh, my daughter's asking about when uh, flowers are going to start blooming. So uh, I know it's going to be soon when we'll see some of those early spring garden flowers start to bloom. But um, uh, the walleyes are starting to run in Nakusa as we've uh, we got a little bit of rain this last week. So a uh, little bit of uh, river flow uh that's my indicator of spring and of course i have heard a few turkeys gobbling though um my brand new spy point cameras uh have not caught any in the backyard yet so we'll mm. see we'll see if maybe we can uh do that so far all they have caught in my backyard and sent me pictures of is uh an 8 year old so <laughs> um,
1: yeah well at least you know where he is
5: that's right. That's right. I know what he is and what he's doing. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's funny, really. Um, well, uh, so you haven't been scouting or fishing or doing anything exciting yet?
5: Huh? No, no. Playing a little bit of catch-up as I take on this new role as tournament director. Uh, some some work to be done there to make sure, sure that we're prepared for the next event, which is in a couple weeks we'll go to uh, Port Clinton, Ohio, and fish Lake Erie. But, um, no, I haven't had a chance to get out and do much scouting. In fact, uh, just last night, I had actually said something to my son Robert. I said, you know what, we're gonna have to get out and start scouting here because, uh, we've got a period B tag. So, uh, though there may be some birds in different places after the first season, I'd like to start seeing where the collection of birds really are.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, and, uh, You've got a series of tournaments coming up, or just um, Lake Erie and then a break again?
5: Yeah, no, actually, we've got back-to-back events, which we typically don't do in the Masters Walleye Circuit event, but uh, we've got a, a Lake Erie event April 16th and 17th, and then the following weekend, we are over at uh, uh, Ortonville, Minnesota on Big Stone Lake, which is on the you know border of South Dakota and Minnesota, and so we won't have a lot of crossover. There's guys that obviously just will only fish the big water and uh, stuff that doesn't have a slot limit. And then you've got uh, the anglers to the west that are ready for us to come their direction. So uh, we're going to go back-to-back on those events, and we'll have a little bit of crossover, but not much. And uh, both should be great events. I mean, this is really turning out to ready to be a great year as far as participation-wise. It looks like it's going to be awesome.
1: Good, good. And a lot of driving and trailering for you. It
5: will be. uh, It will be. And you know what? That happens every year, you know, Mm -hmm. whether it's uh, a week in between or not. I still have the same amount of events I've got to go to, and... Um and I'll get there just fine. I, I enjoy that part of it.
1: Yep. Yeah, well I uh I enjoy being on the road too when I'm healthy enough to do it. Uh I have not been on the road much at all this winter and of course haven't had uh haven't had occasion to go anywhere. I was hoping to go to the open season sportsman's expo at Kalahari in the Dells last weekend, but I wasn't feeling well enough and so Lauren Voss was there standing in for me, selling his homemade wingbone turkey calls and the new four-play box call, which um, has drawn a lot of interest. He didn't sell a lot of them, but, you know, a lot of people are curious about how can you get four sounds out of one box call. So.
5: Yeah. Well, I heard, I I've talked to a friend of mine that went down to that show, and he said it was just as busy as it was when it's in the Align Energy Center. So, um said it was uh it was great to see they had it spread out into three parts and uh he was really happy to see it really really excited to go and and uh he goes he he's like i plan to spend this much he goes and i think i tripled that
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 from uh, all reports i heard it was a good event um so, next year, we hope everything's back to normal. It'll be back at the Alliance Center unless they decide you know we like it up here I, they may do that. I don't know. I think one big concern was, will people get the memo that it's up in the dells, and uh how many people are gonna be pacing back and forth uh uh you know uh, the the closed doors at the alliance center and sure uh, you know i I think well of course, we help get the word out by talking to uh Somebody every week for two months, but I guess they did enough publicity that they got the word out. That's the important thing. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, coming up, Range of Richfield President Jim Bobiasch summarizes April events and classes at the range. Wisconsin ATV-UTV Association President Randy Harden invites listeners to attend the Association's annual meeting coming up in April, April 16th through the 18th at Stevens Point. And we'll kick things off with shed hunting expert Joe Shedd, who shares some advice for finding shed deer antlers. All that and more straight ahead on Outdoors Radio.
4: For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the ruffed grouse and American woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about Forest Wildlife Habitat Management, contact the Rough Grouse Society toll-free at 888-JOIN-RGS.
1: If your rifle, shotgun, handgun, or muzzleloader needs work this season, call Roger Williams at Northern Magnetic, LLC. A licensed professional gunsmith for over 35 years, Roger can repair, customize, rebarrel, install sights and scope mounts, and more on all firearms makes and models. When you need a professional gunsmith, call Roger at 262-339-1798 or visit FixGuns.com. That's 262-339-1798 or FixGuns.com. Here's a message from our friends at Remy
5: Battery in Milwaukee, Escanaba, and Houghton. As Remy Battery enters the 90th anniversary of our company, we want to thank all of our customers and friends we've made over the years. We can't even begin to imagine how many batteries we've put into our community's cars, boats, campers, ATVs, businesses, and homes over the past nine decades. We want to thank you for your continued support to our local, family-owned company. As we continue to power through winter, we can't wait to see you soon to prep your boats, motorcycles, and all of your summer toys. We have batteries from the largest military crafts to the smallest hearing aids. Big and small, we have them all. Don't forget to ask your sales representative about volume pricing. Call Remy at 414-384-0340 or visit online at remybattery.com for all your battery and battery accessory needs.
0: Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Joining us on Outdoors Radio, I'm Dan Small. Spring is a busy time, and one spring activity that has a pretty short window of opportunity is shed antler hunting. And Joining us to talk about shed hunting is Joe Shed. He's the author of a book on the topic, uh, Shed Hunting, a Guide to Finding Whitetail Deer Antlers, and he's also the owner of Musky Doom Guide Service. You'll find the book in his blog and links to some funny and informative YouTube videos on his website, which is shedhunting.com Well, Joe, welcome back, and thanks for joining us.
7: Hey, Dan, it's always great to be on your show.
1: Yeah, now this is a busy time of year for everybody, but especially you, huh?
7: Yeah, well, you know, I, I certainly love to fish, but, you know, my I really love shed hunting, too, so this is, you know, just... That springtime when uh, the, the geese are coming back, the robins are coming back, it's just a great time of the year to be outdoors.
1: Yeah, it certainly is. And I understand lately you've been looking for moose antlers.
7: Yeah, we've uh, we've had a really early spring, you know, across the Midwest, and uh, we've
1: been out looking for moose antlers already, and we've actually had some success. So it's been a lot of fun. <clears throat> oh, good, good. And I imagine you found those in different areas, and you'd find whitetail sheds.
7: Yeah, yeah, you know, well, obviously up in Minnesota where we actually have most, but um, yeah, um, they they tend to be in separate areas for the most part. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, when's the best time to look for shed antlers? I would assume once the snow is gone, but uh, before the mice and the porcupines eat them, right? Yeah, I, I mean,
7: my family time is uh, you know, right as that snow kind of recedes, and and you know, in March now where we're at, or early April, you know, when, when most of the bucks have shed. Um, you know, by the end of March, pretty much all the bucks have shed. You know, there's some rare exceptions, but um, I like to maximize my time when, you know, other guys will be out there finding them in January, you know, too, but, you know, not all the bucks have shed at that point, so you're going to have to rewalk
1: some of those areas. Yeah. No. I don't specifically go looking for them, but I usually find one or two while turkey hunting each spring.
7: Yeah, yep, yeah, definitely. That's a good time to find them.
1: And uh, if you're looking for seds and not just stumbling across them as you're mushroom hunting or turkey hunting, where do you look?
7: Well, you know, I mean, basically all a deer does in the wintertime during the shedding period is, you know, they eat and they sleep. Um So if you can find uh, good food sources, you know, it might be crop fields or, you know, maybe, you know, certain fields may be better than others. Maybe someone left unharvested or... Or, uh, you know, who knows, but, you know, a hot food source is always a good bet, whether it's a, a farm field or like a brush in a clear cut, uh, slash in a clear cut. Um, and then, you know, the bedding areas, it might be in a coniferous forest or a south facing hillside where they get some, uh, sunlight exposure. You know, just any place a deer can bed down and keep tabs on and predators and, and stay a little bit warmer.
1: Uh huh. How often do you find a pair?
7: It, it really <laughs> depends. Um, um you know where where you're at you know i'm in the in the north woods you know where the where there's a lot of trees um it's it's harder um but if I'm out in an agricultural area where you know you might be in a hay field or something you can see a little farther i, I generally have a little better success down there, but I always tell everybody I'm like a national league pitcher. pitcher my batting average isn't very good,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you spend a lot of time and uh and that's how you find'. them.
7: Yeah, absolutely. You know, and it's just, you know, I, I put in a lot of time. You know, I, I love finding them. It's it's a treasure hunt every time I find an ale or every time I see those tines. It's it's just a, an adrenaline rush, you know, and I, I just love that. But you know, it's just a great time to be outside and just see the world kind of awakening after a, a, a long winter, too.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, what advice have you got for people who've never done this?
7: Well, there's there's a lot of things. I mean the most elementary thing is to keep your eyes on the ground and it, as simple as it sounds, um, it's really easy to get distracted um and be looking, you know, for you know, be looking, you know, three feet off the ground, looking for a deer or looking at rubs and stuff and, and you really need to just keep your eyes on the ground. Um it's it's a simple thing to say, but in you need to stay focused, um, be uh thinking about what you're doing, not just walking through the woods, you know, just you know, consciously be looking for an antler. But, uh, you know, more importantly, you gotta get, be in a good area. You gotta be in a, a bedding area or a feeding area where, where deer are spending time. And you really want to be in a spot that has bucks that have survived. I mean, there's a lot of hunting pressure in Wisconsin. Um, you know, if you go out in public hunting grounds, you can certainly find sheds, and I've certainly found a lot of sheds out there. But you need to understand that, you know, that's a high harvest area. There's a lot of bucks that get killed during the deer season. So, you may be better off trying to get on private land that maybe has less buck mortality, or maybe a, an urban area, or a, a park, someplace where deer uh, don't get cropped off. If you really want to maximize your chance of finding sheds,
1: mm-hmm. um, and, and what do you do with them besides collect them?
7: <laughs> they're they're my babies. You know, some <laughs> people will show you pictures of their children in your wallet. You know, picture in your wallet. They're my babies. I I've got. Uh, I don't sell them. I, I keep them. I anyway. You know, I, uh, have friends come over and pull an antler off the shelf and I, I tag all my sheds so, mm-hmm. you know, I know where I found them. Mm-hmm. Um and I can usually tell you, if you pick up an antler, I can usually tell you where I found it. I mean, there's this, just that connection with the antler, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I could sell a shed and I wouldn't get much money for it, you know, just a run of the mill, you know, small antler, but, you know, it's not worth a lot of money, but, you know, materialistically, you know, it was a, it was a memory for me to go out and find it and that's, it's special for me.
1: Sure, sure. You ever use a dog?
7: I, I don't. I know it's gotten really popular. People training dogs to find shed antlers and it's it's pretty effective. I just I just don't have a dog.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's just uh one more mouth to feed and uh you know, <laughs> more training, right?
7: More more training, yeah.
1: <laughs> so uh, how long is the shed hunting period uh, likely to run, say up in Bayfield Douglas counties?
7: Yeah, well, it's certainly been an early spring and a a mild winter this year. Um, I usually can find antlers into May. Um, Once it starts to green up and the grasses start growing and the the leaves come out, it just gets harder to see and antlers kind of get buried under the tall grass. I mean, realistically, you can find an antler any month of the year, but basically, you know, once the spring green up comes, that's kind of, you know, quitting time for most
1: people. Pretty much the end of it, Yeah, (laughs) yeah. And I found them later in the year, uh, and, and even you know during gun deer season, sure. and, they, and they were chewed on by rodents or squirrels or something uh, in the course of the last year
7: okay yeah yeah they uh squirrels and porcupines and mice they all chew on them for their calcium content so uh-huh. that's that's not uncommon and it kind of is a factor of where they fall if, if they find it fallen in oak woods where there's a lot of squirrels they're they're very likely to be chewed if, if you find them out like in a grassy area where there's not really a lot of rodent state they, they can you know survive for years without even being touched
1: uh huh well um joe uh, i'm I'm hoping to get a camera guy out with you this spring and and shoot some video of you shed hunting, um, and uh, I'm hoping we can put that together. It, it would be—I uh, won't be along—but it would certainly be fun to. It'll be fun to see the finished product if we're able to do it.
7: Yeah, we'll we'll definitely make that happen. I'm excited to get out there and do that.
1: All right. Well, Joe, thank you so much, and uh, we'll keep in touch.
7: <clears throat> Sounds great, Dan. I appreciate it.
1: You bet, Joe Shed, S H E A D. He's the author of shed hunting a guide to finding white-tailed deer antlers and you'll find the book his blog and links to his youtube videos some of them pretty humorous on his website go dot i'm dan small more outdoors radio straight ahead
0: welcome back to outdoors radio with dan small
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. If you're ever in a car or motorcycle accident and need help, call Hupie and Abraham, named Best Personal Injury Law Firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. The firm of Hupie and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. Call the firm Voted Best and Rated Best. Hupie and Abraham, 800-800-5678. Or visit hupi.com and all 11 offices of Hupie and Abraham are open for business if you need their help. Well, joining us now is uh, an old friend of mine, a, a, a guy we've had on the show a number of times. I've enjoyed uh, riding the trails with him, haven't talked to him in a few years, but um, I'm glad to have him back with us. His name is Randy Hardin. He is president of the Wisconsin ATV and UTV Association and their website is w a t v a dot org. Well Randy, thanks for joining us.
8: Well, thanks for having me. Dan, it's good to good to be back on the show
1: with you. Yeah, it's been a while. Um and uh, you know, I get your emails now and then and see what you guys have been up to. Have you been on the trails um since um you know, the snow is gone or is it a little too early? Yeah, it's a little early
8: for I mean there's a few systems open, but besides the the frost and the unsettling of uh, spring. There's also the, the fire danger until uh, sure. everything starts greening up. So usually, about hopefully around the middle of April and May is when we usually start opening up in earnest. Uh huh. So looking forward to that.
1: Yeah, I'm sure you and uh, about a half a million other people. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's true. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, your annual meeting is coming up in mid-April in Stevens Point. Tell us about it. Yeah,
8: well, after postponing it several times, uh, so it's about a year ago, so it's going to be April, uh, it, it's a Friday evening. April 16th is just a casual reception in the evening. And then the big day of workshops, uh, educational workshops, is Saturday, April 17th. And then a half-day wrap-up on the 18th. Now, people can come to any and all of those sections of the, of the meetings and workshops. The big day, of course, is the 17th. At the Holiday Inn and Convention Center in Stevens Point, um, I I really enjoy getting together with everybody. Now, got to follow all the guidelines and the spacing. And, but this convention center—I don't know if you've ever been there, Dan—but it's rather large, yeah. Um, and so it, it's capable of handling all that. But this year we're a little different. We're while well, we're the ATV UTV organization, we're in the. The motorsports family, if you will. So we've got our snowmobile friends, uh, we've got the president and, uh, some of the executives, uh, officers from AWSC, the Association of Wisconsin Snowmobile Clubs. They typically join us. We've got the off-highway motorcycle, a small, uh, organization that's out on the trails with us. And this year we've got the, uh, what we call the road legal full-wheel drive, uh, the larger full-wheel drive vehicles and, uh, Wisconsin Coalition of Four Wheel Drives, and the whole idea is that we're all, we are not all on the same trails at the same time. It mm-hmm. uh, doesn't mean that everybody's going to be on array. It just means we set at the table and talk out issues and challenges and how we solve stuff together. And that's the part I really like. It's a good, it's a good uh, networking and bringing uh, solutions to different problems and finding answers to, to those kinds of things. So that's that's really the. The context
2: of
1: it. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds like an excellent, uh, way to at least broach topics that you might not discuss, uh, outside of a meeting like this.
8: It is. And, uh, you know, this year we're still couldn't count on some of our, we usually invite our Department of Natural Resources, you know, water regs folks, sure. different folks that we have, so they're not going to be able to join us, but we've got, uh, you know, workshops on everything from we got a, a dealership that's talking about how they interact with clubs. So a lot of the club folks that come, they'll hear a perspective from the other side of the table. And we got some guys that are going to talk about how to trailer their machines safely. So it's on trailering, and we got uh, trail and route sign manufacturer there. And one of the new trends is called overlanding. Now the four-wheel drive trucks, the full-size trucks, they're using smaller. I hate to call it a travel trailer, but for sleeping in, mm-hmm. kind of like a mini house, mm-hmm. but it's sure. a trailer, and with the UTVs and the amount of road miles that we have around the state, so that seems to be the new trend, so we're going to explore that and talk about slow speed challenge trails and things of that nature, so uh, a, lot of, a lot of communication there on radios and uh, talk about our trail ambassador program, we've got a... Marinette County Sheriff's Office is going to help us do some some uh, informational stuff, uh, you know, issues and topics, uh, how to work with them. Like I say, it's a really good time of all the different uh, parts of that. And uh, everybody's welcome to join us. There's no cost. Uh, You can jump on that website you mentioned, uh Then the 2021 uh, annual meeting, there's a drop-down, and we just ask you to sign up. We do have to limit space because of... COVID yet, but um, the meals would be the only cost if you want to do the meal, but it's uh, at least until the trails open you and I were talking a little bit before we got on the air about uh, you know, everybody's anxious to get out there, but got to wait a little bit longer
1: yeah. <clears throat> until they firm up and everything's clear Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I see the rattle-free trailer hitch folks are presenting, um, I don't know if you've had a chance to try it, but I've been running one for Oh, a year or more now, and I love it. It's a great invention that prevents, basically stops the rattle and the, uh, slight forward and back motion that you get when you're trailering anything from a boat to a, you know, to a, a motorhome. Um,
8: yeah, I'm, I'm glad you actually introduced us to that yeah, product. I did. To, to Bob and we're really excited. He's going to do all on trailering, but also mention his rattle free hitch and and uh I'm, I'm normally pull, pulling a, a gooseneck trailer, so <laughs> it doesn't apply too much, but a lot of the folks are doing the, the pull. So we'll be interested to uh, see his presentation,
1: Yep, Rattle Free Guys. Yep, absolutely. Now, you said this is open to all, so you don't have to be a member. That's correct. All right. That's yeah. correct. But you uh, want pre-registration, so you know who's coming and how much space to... to
8: Right, right. At some point in time, we have to open up meeting rooms different. So, like I say, there will be a capacity. We, and on Saturday night is an awards banquet. That's always kind of fun. A lot of people head out then, but some people stay over and, uh, we recognize our top trail ambassadors and our, you know, the, we got a couple of namesake awards that we have. The, the guy Roger Steinbeck called it the Trail Guardian Award. He was one of our top trail patrollers for many years. He's passed on, and then we had another guy, Bud Hour. And it was always about good image. That's really what all these organizations are about. So we have a good image award that we present each year. So mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, one that we came up with with DNR is we have an Officer of the Year. Was unable to give it away last year, and this year they still can't come to accept it. But we've got <laughs> pent up pent up two uh, different awards for Officers of the Year, so we're going to be handing out out throughout the year once we get on the other side of this pandemic.
1: Yeah, well, excellent, excellent. Well, before we let you go, uh, you mentioned that um, there are efforts, uh, I guess you're spearheading this, or at least uh, helping to promote it, efforts to increase the maximum weight of a UTV from 2,000 to 3,000 pounds. Now, is that the weight on a trail, or the weight to be designated as a UTV, or what? It's,
8: yeah, it's called dry weight. So okay. from the manufacturers, without any fluids in, you know, from oil to coolant to to uh, all the different types of fluids in the machine. Now that's how they uh, how they designate them as dry weight. So it doesn't matter capacity. You know, when we started this program, meaning the registration program for UTVs going back to 2012, the machines look completely different. It was usually like a driver and one passenger on a bench seat. Yep. And now they got three passengers, four passengers, five passengers, six passengers. They got doors with full glass. Believe it or not, Dan, I don't know if you've seen it, they got heat, heating and air conditioning in there. Jeez. I know. Uh, I, I haven't been spoiled for that effect, but that adds to the weight component. Sure. And then... Uh, a couple of manufacturers are bringing out electric units this by the end of the year, so those the uh, batteries are going to weigh a bit more. So we're trying to catch everything, and it's a balance between our county land managers and our state land managers and federal land managers, and all the people we have to work with. So, uh, but we got to get this uh, increase because the machines and the trends keep changing.
1: Yep, yep. And you've got information on that on your website, do you?
8: we have some on there we've we've kind of held off until this the bill and again there's a lot of stakeholders it isn't just us yeah. manufacturers and dealers and, and our our state folks county folks but as soon as the bill gets circulated it probably will be within the next week or two then we'll put it up there but we want to get the bill number on there so people can refer
1: to it a little easier sure well randy we got to let you go and uh I hope you have a great conference and a uh, good turnout and I guess I'll say happy trails because uh, everybody's oh, yeah. going to be doing that pretty soon.
2: I well,
8: appreciate it. And again, I remember that time you rode with us over at, uh, in Adams County at that, uh, Derrick Park, the, the, uh, in Adams County. That was a lot of fun.
1: It was. Happy to it get was. you out there again. Well, I'd love it. I, uh, um, you know, I've got a Honda, um, Pioneer and it's, it's a five seater and I think it weighs just under a ton. So it, uh, it makes that 2000 pound limit, but boy, if you put a, if you put a heater and an air conditioner in it, which wouldn't be bad in the winter, uh, I'd be, I'd be over that for sure. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you much and, uh, we'll keep in touch. Okay. Dan, thanks. You bet. Randy Harden is the president of the Wisconsin ATV and UTV Association. Their website is watva.org, and their conference and annual meeting is coming up April 16th through the 18th in Stevens Point. You can learn all about it on their website. If you are ever in a car or motorcycle accident and need help, call Hupy and Abraham, named best personal injury law firm by the Wisconsin Law Journal year after year. Call the firm voted best and rated best, Hupy and Abraham, 800-800-5678, or you can visit HUPY.com, and the firm of Hupy and Abraham has collected more than a billion dollars for its clients. All 11 offices of Hupy and Abraham are open for business. If you need their help, I'm Dan Small, more outdoors radio right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years, and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at floeintl.com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow.
3: Get outside and let us be your guide. Florence
6: County, Wisconsin. Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land, with 160 miles of wooded UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the exploreflorencecounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip.
4: RGS. Welcome
0: back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
1: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Range of Richfield is your ultimate shooting experience. It's located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela's store at the split of highways forty-one and forty-five. And online at therangewi.com. And joining us now for our monthly look at what's happening at the Range of Richfield is Range President Jim Bobiash. Jim, welcome back.
3: Hi, Dan. Uh, great, great to have a chance to chat with you again.
1: Well, it's always good to catch up with you. And, uh, first off, how was March?
3: You know, March was an interesting month. This, this whole time, uh, the whole, this whole First part of the year has been interesting because, you know, there's a, a, a lot of new shooters and uh, there's a lot, we have a lot of new people coming into the range. We've got a ton of folks that are taking, uh, some of our many classes, which is, which is awesome. So, uh, March was another great month. I, I have to say it, you know, had a lot of people coming through the door and it, it was, uh, it was good. Well, it's good. different, but it's good.
1: Good. Yes, thanks. Good. And, uh, guns and ammo and safes, I imagine you're still selling what you got?
3: Oh, yeah. All three of those are, are, are in really high demand. You know, uh, you know, the, the, the good news is, um, we're still getting guns. And, and they, they trickle in here and they trickle in there. And then the bad news is they trickle out as fast as they come in. I, I don't know if people got little TVs hidden in their store or something, but they, they know when they arrive. And the next thing I know, they're gone. Wow. So, um, you know, we, we, we will continue to do this. Uh, as a matter of fact, I actually sense that, you know, there's, they were getting a few more than we were getting before. So maybe there's some relief coming. I'm not quite sure, but I'm, I'm being optimistic and, and even some of the a little bit gun, guns that are a little bit harder to get, um, we are able to we haven't seen a clock in months. We had eight of them in the last, uh, two weeks ago. Wow. So, yeah. you know, I don't know if you've heard about the new walter pdp yeah um it, it's it's uh, it's getting rave reviews uh it's designed for you know basically um uh law enforcement um it, and it's, it's nice that the rep was in here and talk about it so he, he we were able to get our hands on one so we put it in our rental um and we hope that people will try it i do have And so, once, you know, I never know when I'm going to get them, but they wing in. And at least this is a good chance if you are interested in that PDP to come in and try it. Uh-huh. Well, and good. Uh, yeah. when we do get them in, you might be one of the lucky ones to snag one. Yeah. So we're we're, we're, good, we're happy about that. And the other the other thing, a lot of folks are concerned about, you know, home defense. So we've, again, been really, really lucky. we got a, a nice selection of home defense uh, uh, in the store right now and we have several different models and we have them priced right. So it, if you're looking for something uh, in the home defense line, these are the guns for it. And the other thing is we were able to snag several AR-15s uh, chambered in a .22 caliber. Uh, it, 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 it Again, ARs are like hen's teeth right now. They're just not around. So I don't know what my son Jason is doing, but he, he did get a bunch of them in and they're still here, three or four of them sitting on a shelf right now. Um so if anybody's interested to come on and take a look we actually had a um, uh a 308 uh AR10 and uh-huh. it didn't last very long yeah. you just can't find those anywhere Yeah so yeah. Uh, you know if you have any interest in these things come on in we'd be happy to help you with it and see what we can we can do to get the process moving forward
1: Well good how about ammo
3: Ammo ammo you know a lot of folks are still on an ammo diet uh, they're they're concerned about using up their supplies because they're they're not sure, you know, when more will be coming in. Now we continue to get it in, and um, uh, to the point where, if someone comes in and, and wants to rent a lane, uh, and shoot, uh, I can sell them one box of ammo, mm-hmm. um, which is. I wish I could do more, but that's all I can do right now because I never know when I'm going to get any more in here. Sure. So, uh, and then I've got to also caution, I don't have all the calibers. Um, 223 is almost impossible to get. 380 is impossible to get. So I, I don't have every caliber, uh, but whatever we do have, we're able to, you know, pass on to people that want to come in and shoot. Well, and, good. you know, and interestingly enough, uh, the weekend, mm-hmm. this weekend and last weekend, you know, on Saturday we were full from the moment we opened, until the, the the hour we closed, so <laughs> I keep hearing people about not having ammo, yet the lanes are full and shooting all the while. So it is amazing.
1: <clears throat> well, people have been buying ammo for several years, and uh, yep. I guess uh, the folks with a uh, private stockpile are are doing some shooting now.
3: Yes, and again, you know, I know everybody is out there looking. For ammo, and, and um, I, I don't go online to buy any. We, we got our dealers that we buy from, uh, but a lot of folks are saying that the ammo is out there if you want to pay the price, yeah. and the price is getting to be a little steep. So, yeah. um, it, you know, it, it's it's up to the individuals, I guess, if they want to spend that kind of money and continue to have the ammo in their in their safe.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of safes, uh, what do you got there?
3: Well, you know, safes are another uh, commodity that's. Getting harder and harder to find. Uh, I still have a great selection of safes on the showroom floor. I don't have every every model uh, on site, but I've got the more popular ones. And I'm I should be getting a new batch of safes within the next two weeks, uh, and then I have another delivery coming in July. Um, and we can still take orders. Um, it, 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 the thing is that uh, you may have to wait up to six months to get your safe mm-hmm. now. I spoke with uh, Liberty the other day, and uh, a part of the problem was uh, because of COVID, a lot of the factory workers weren't working. So they were down like 50%. Well, yeah. that doesn't help when you have the demand as high as it was. So now I know they're back to like 80%, even 85%. So I think we're going to start seeing some relief uh, if they can get the steel. Now nah, that's the next problem. Yeah. So it's yeah. it's a crazy world right now, just dang yeah. crazy.
1: Well, how about classes?
3: Classes, that's one thing that we have plenty of. Um, and I, I encourage anyone that's interested, you know, to take a look at uh, the website, Facebook page, or stop in um, to see what we have. I, I can give you a quick rundown here of some of our favorites. Sure. Uh, our Wisconsin seal carry class uh, is coming up on uh, April 18th. Uh, women's handgun fun- uh, fundamentals, now that's pushed out to May 15th. Uh, first shots... Uh, the, that thing, we have it every other week, and they fill up as fast. So, you know, check our website to make sure that there's a date there that fits in with somebody's schedule. That First Shots class has been hugely popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and the women's only draw from the holster is April 22nd. Uh, another real popular one is the uh, NRA Basic Pistol Course, which is April 17th and 18th. And then another fun one that's been turning out nice is getting to know your AR-15. Um, that's kind of a uh, an, an intense course. Uh, you bring in your AR-15 and the instructors there, and they go through the whole process of breaking it down, putting it together, and then uh, you even throw some uh, some uh, uh, live ammo down the range um, after you get your gun all cleaned and, and and prepped and everything else. So that's been always a popular one.
1: Yeah, good.
3: Uh, we also have uh, uh, a concealed carry class for ladies only on April 11th, and drawing from concealment on April 20th. So. Again, plenty of classes. Um, come on in. Our instructors are doing a marvelous job. I get a lot of thumbs up after people come out of the classrooms. They feel very, very much better about themselves and, and 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 their and their and their guns.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's especially true of new shooters because uh, sure. there's a lot to learn if you've never been a, a firearm owner or shooter.
3: That's right. And I'm just I'm just so happy that. We are seeing a lot of new faces, and, and that, that means people that have purchased over the last year are now, you know, taking a hard look at. Okay, now I've got it. Now I've got to figure out a way to to get
1: better at it. What do I do with this thing? Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Right. Yeah. It's on a doorstep.
1: Yeah. So. Well, you got Pistol League, um, but, but they're they're wrapping up, aren't they? Yeah.
3: They they uh, they were they went down um, uh, middle of last month, um, and had a record turnout with the guys and uh, they they really really enjoyed it. Jason came up with some super targets. Um so uh we we are going to hold off now uh until uh fall uh, cuz it's just well we don't know what we don't know what summer is going to bring. You know, we you know, everything has changed around again. A lot of the festivals aren't going to be around. Yeah. Um a lot of the uh, summer fest isn't until September. Um so it's just not you know it's not it's still not back to normal. So You know we're going to be here uh hopefully we'll have ammo so come on in and you know if you can't do anything else come in and shoot
1: okay well jim thanks so much for that report that sounds like uh, you're making the best of the situation and uh and got a lot of business that's a good thing
3: it is it is we we have been truly blessed there's no question about it so but you know it's you, you, you got to stay on your toes these days because things are just, just keep changing on you. Absolutely. So, yeah, you got to be able to move and, and take cover and try it again. So.
1: <laughs> well, we'll talk to you again in a month and uh, see what's uh, coming up for the month of May. Sounds good, Dan. Thank you. You bet. Jim Bobby Ash is the president of the Range of Richfield, your ultimate shooting experience. It's located on Helson Drive, just north of the Richfield Cabela store at the split of highways 41 and 45, and also online at therangewi.com. I'm Dan Small. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, the Range
3: wi.com Get outside and let us be your guide. Florence County, Wisconsin.
6: Are you looking for a safe Northwoods destination for outdoor recreation? Florence County has over 200,000 acres of uncrowded public land, 160 miles of wooded UTV trails, many lakes and rivers to fish or paddle, seven wild river waterfalls to explore, horse trails with campgrounds, and friendly bars and restaurants. Go to the ExploreFlorenceCounty.com lodging, dining, and recreation tabs to plan your trip.
1: Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years, and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at F-L-O-E-I-N-T-L dot com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow.
5: The Midwest's largest fishing website, lake-link.com, is your online fishing resource. 90% of Lake Link's features are yours to use free of charge, and members get access to Lake Link's online lake map library, lets you get GPS coordinates of any spot on the lake, and export waypoints to your onboard electronics. Members also get free outdoor classified ads, discounts and online store merchandise, and a whole lot more. You can also listen to Outdoors Radio 24-7 on Lake Link. Listen to this week's show, catch any of our past shows, subscribe to our podcast or even sign up for our weekly e-newsletter so you'll know in advance what's coming up right here. Just type in the keyword radio. See what you've been missing. Log on to lake-link.com today. That's lake-link.com.
0: Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small.
5: Stores Radio is brought to you by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend. On the web at cedarlakesales.com, and Cedar Lake Sales is open for business. You can check out their website or Facebook page for updates and details. And you know it is springtime, and they are uh, they have everything ready for you to get back on the water. And you know they're they're getting ready for summer as well. They've got an event that runs through Saturday, April t- uh, 10th, uh, with in-store specials and giveaways all week. And you can uh, get in on seminars on that Saturday as well about electronics, smallmouth fishing, and spring walleyes. Pre-registration is required at cedarlakesales.com.
1: If you happen to miss an episode of Outdoor Wisconsin, you can watch any show from the past several seasons at milwaukeepbs.org. And if you're still interested in deer hunting and miss the deer hunt show from 2020, you can watch it online on the Deer Hunt Wisconsin YouTube channel.
5: There is a select group of us, Dan, that are still interested in deer hunting. and doesn't really matter what the calendar says. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of work to be done if you're going to take care of a piece of land that you really want to, uh, to hold deer or to, uh, to get what you want out of it. You know, everybody wants something different. Some people just want deer per capita. You know, they mm-hmm. just want deer coming in and some people are managing that for specific deer. And, uh, but it, it, it usually takes work. Generally speaking, you can't just, uh, go, well, I'll worry about this in September, you know, so uh, no, I, I, that's, I think that's what's cool about having the the deer show available at any time is that you can, you can kind of get in that right frame of mind. Of course, you, you uh, had the chance uh, over the course of the last number of years to offer uh, a look at a number of different products and talk to different people about different aspects of setting up hunts and things like that. And um, a lot of information you can, you can get out of those shows if you watch them uh, back at any time of the year.
1: Yep. Yeah that most of that information uh, except for the forecast and uh uh rule changes is timeless and I mean deer are deer they be, their behavior doesn't change uh, we can't get all the advice uh on how to hunt them or where to look for them or how to improve your habitat we can't get all that into one show but if you go back and watch three or four shows my goodness, you'll have you'll have more advice than you know what to do with, it. <laughs> for
5: sure. Hey, if you missed anything on today's radio show, you can go back and listen to us online all the time at lake linkcom dot uh, You can find Dan on social media; follow him at Dan Small Outdoors, and find me at Hardwater Jeff.
1: And the Capital City Muskies Inc. Muskie University, the last of three online virtual sessions, is for most people today, April third. And I'm teaching fly fishing for mus- muskies at 1:10 p.m. Uh, there's still time to pre-register. There's a minimal cost; I think it's 10 bucks to cover the Zoom costs. And there's a live chat following each seminar, so if people have questions, they can uh, send them in. The moderator will get them to the presenter, and uh, we'll try to do our best to answer your questions. The way to sign up for them is Capital City muskiesinc.org Our theme music is by Warren Warren Nelson. You can hear more of his tunes at warrennelson.com. You can buy his CD, Anglin, Wayne, and the Trollers, which features our two theme songs, You Get a Line and Trolling Home to You. I'm Dan Small here with Jeff Kelm. Jeff, you got uh, exciting weekend plans outdoors?
5: Exciting weekend plans outdoors? I'll probably just try to get out and enjoy something, maybe a hike or something like that.
1: Yeah, great idea. Well, uh, I hope to get outside myself and everybody else. Get outside this weekend and join us again next week for Outdoors Radio. You've been
0: listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. It's fishing. On one
6: cold leg When the loon cries lover In the blue north wind I'll be trolling home to you When my wrist gets a little chilly On the gunnel Ike is just too lazy to lure when the worms go dry in the coffee can honey I'll be troll